0: Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com.
1: Welcome to our International Food, Wine, Travel Writer Association's second Friday Big Blend Radio Vacation Station travel show. Say that ten times real fast. That's a lot. I know. Uh, Today, (laughs) we're going to... Wyatt is joining us to share her adventures in beautiful Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, Mexico rocks! Uh, It's such a beautiful destination and always good food and good wine and good views, Uh, awesome people. Uh, So we're excited to hear all about it because uh, Puerto Vallarta is celebrating 100 years being in a municipality. So she's going to tell us about that and also about her writing. Uh, Rosanna is a gluten-free lifestyle and travel writer specializing in family and solo travel. And she also uh, specializes in specialty diets when you're traveling, whether it's internationally or locally. Uh, you can read her stories on her website at lifeisfullofadventures.com and connect to her social media from there. I see her on Twitter all the time at, at, at being gluten-free. So uh, I know that's got to be hard when you travel to, to get gluten-free, yeah. gluten-free <laughs> meals. Um, but she is also the, a board member of the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association and helps coordinate media trips internationally. Uh, you can go to their website ifwtwa.org. A great organization uh, if you're a writer, a photographer. Um, also, if you're in, if you are in the media, and also if you um, are a destination, it's a good connection for everybody. So it's ifwtwa.org. And uh, Rosanna's story on Puerto Vallarta is featured in the winter holiday issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine, which comes out November 1st. And you can read her story right now, actually. Just go to blendradioandtv.com.
2: Welcome, Rosanna. How are you? Hi. Thank you very much. What a great introduction. It's wonderful to be here. Yay. Good. Yay. Um, excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, What's me
1: doing? too. <laughs> yeah. So now you're based in Canada, right?
2: I am. I'm based uh, just two hours west of Toronto. Um, we have, a. Um, it always seems like, you know, up north, but, you know, we. Uh, it is, does get cold in winter, but we have a beautiful summer um, and uh, great places to explore around here as well. So, yeah.
1: And so yeah, and I, I love, love traveling. That, I, I love that your story is going to be in the November, December issue because I think that's when everyone in Canada is going, we need sunshine, let's go to the beach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Actually, um, we seem to be well. Maybe just because I feel it, um, I seem to think that the the winters seem to be longer here than they used to be. But uh, that could just be my imagination.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. We're so, based here in Tucson, Arizona, and um, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. the summers are getting long. <laughs> <what they've> <laughs> um, you want to trade places? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that for 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 a week or so. Uh, but Puerto Vallarta. Now, this is. Uh, You've been there a number of times, right, over the years.
2: I have. I've been lucky enough to work uh, with the um, PR agency and the board several times. Um, it's, it truly is my happy place. Um, I say this to everybody. I do go there often, um, but it is, um, uh, it's the whole area, the mountains and the water and just the vibe of the people, the food, everything. It is my happy place. I feel so grounded when I'm there, and I just feel relaxed yeah'
1: uh, you know, really explain it any better <laughs> we all need a little relaxation and so it uh-huh. is it it does I know that Condé Nast, uh called it the friendliest city back in 2001 yeah. is it a friendly place
2: it is extremely friendly um the locals all most of them um, actually do there are quite a few that speak English so they always try to speak English to you and try to they're so helpful um the people are lovely they smile um, it I, and I just I just love, you know, walking wherever we are. I never feel unsafe there. That's the one thing that people always ask. Do you feel safe? And I do feel incredibly safe no matter where I'm walking. Um, not mm. just in the tourist series, Cause I do go off and walk on my own. Um, mm. um, I do that a lot. And, um, I, like I said, I never feel unsafe.
1: Mm, that's, that is that's great cool. to hear. Yeah. I know a lot of people get nervous when you talk about Mexico and it's like, you know, we mm. live on the border and, um, Things happen, Mm -hmm. but things happen everywhere around the world. Everywhere. Keep your eyes open. And I think when destinations are working towards uh, being a destination, a popular destination, that the friendliness does come out. And I've always found, we lived in Mexico for a while, and the people are just so friendly from, you know, they just Mm -hmm. really are. And this, Mexico is known for its food. I mean, you know, even America's best chefs come from Mexico, you know? (sighs) So tell us yeah, a little so bit about true. the food. Yeah, because well, you're gluten-free too. So that, you know, oh, but you can well, have actually, uh, tortillas. It then. makes it easier
2: there. Well, it ma- it's so much easier there because honestly, eating gluten-free is basically coming from whole, all-natural all foods. And that's what the basis of all the cooking is in Mexico. It's all natural, whole, all-natural foods. And um, so when you're having things like um, um, the tacos and things like that, most of them are just Corn-based, so they are fine for me. Um, they may not be people who can't, who have to avoid corn, but they are fine for people who are naturally, and naturally need gluten-free. Um, the seafood, of course, like the seafood is spectacular there. Um, I crave ceviche, <laughs> um, and I it's the best I've ever had from there. Mm. Um, so, um, you know, it's it, they have such a wide brain, wide variety of seafood that you can. Um, it, explore I guess because a lot of people don't always um, they shy away from different seafoods and, and this is the one place that you really should try it. I had actually um, never tried octopus until I uh, went down to Puerto Vallarta and now I, ha- I have it all the time because it was done so well but that's the beauty of it they know how to cook food very well so that you enjoy it um, because that's the other thing is that you know you can try lots of food but it just depends on how it's prepared
1: mm and and so they're having uh, they have a festival gourmet um that's been mm-hmm. going on for a number of years um so and now with this being a hundred year celebration is it extended is it this is gonna be in November right this is when the festival yes. happens okay yes People they have
2: it for um, uh, yes, uh it, they do have it in in um, every year uh this is the twenty fourth year i believe um wow. and um yeah so they've, it's been ongoing. So it, it runs from, uh, I believe, uh, November 23rd to December 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have different programs throughout the, the, uh, the whole time and um, different chefs coming from all over the world who actually take in the local, um, what it is, is using what's available locally and creating recipes out of that. Because there's so much incredible food available in the area. Um, So, and just um, the creativity that comes from, um, you know, this festival, but also, you know, the restaurants alone in in Puerto Vallarta, there are um, almost 400 restaurants in Puerto Vallarta um, and some amazing, yeah, and some incredible restaurants. Um, And some of them have such, you know, the chefs there are wonderful and they create some amazing dishes. So, um, you know, if you are into food, Puerto Vallarta is definitely a place to, to go.
1: I want to give everyone the website address. It's festivalgourmet.com forward slash EN Mm -hmm. for English. Um, And I encourage you to go have a look. And uh, three main chefs are, you know, connected with this. And, you know, like you're saying, bring people out for this, which is to me. And then thinking about 400, you know, 400 restaurants, that means you could do more like Dublin having mm-hmm. seven hundred bars or something, you know? like can't <laughs> yeah. visit them all.
2: A restaurant a day, <laughs> yeah. no, and you can't. Done,
1: you know, you for can't, the year.
2: and that's just it. Like there are so many, and there's such a wide variety. There's something for every one and every palate. Um, so there's, you know, you you can't feel left out. I never feel like there isn't enough food for me. I mean, I eat while I'm there all the time, like all day long. It's there's just so much available, and they're so willing to, um like I said, because of my dietary issues, I've never had any um, real problem. They are willing to work with you and to make it so that you can eat it. Um, uh, Theory Bluet, I'm not, probably, probably not saying that properly. Um, he is one of the uh, founders of uh, Festival Gourmet. He owns a Cafe d'Artiste. They, you know, mm. do amazing things and they are, you know, they will change um, the recipes around for specific um, meals so that they can become gluten-free. So they're more than willing to make um, different changes for you if you have um, different dietary issues.
1: Yeah. You know, cause for many years I was vegan and traveling and, and, you know, I always try something outside of the scope. If it's not, if I'm not, mm-hmm. if it's something, you know, that real dietary issue, you know? Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So like when we were in Louisiana, uh, Southern Louisiana way, Boudin, which is, you know, sausage and um, it's a Louisiana sausage with rice and, and all kinds of things in it. Um,
0: and, and it's good. <laughs> Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.
1: (laughs) But when, When you're traveling, we try to always go outside that and eat What is the specialty is. But sometimes, you know, you go in and say, Hey, I'm I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan or, you know, gluten free and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gluten free, here's your carrot. If you're vegetarian, <laughs> here's your carrot. If you're vegan, here's your carrot. The carrot
2: is the answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's so yeah. nice is that they they these guys are so creative. It's not just a, a regular, you know, um a carrot. Um it, it it's it's a carrot with so much more added to it and, and so that you get a, an in, incredible meal, an extraordinary creation that's just for you basically um, and sometimes, you know, the other people at the table are going, oh wow, that looks really good <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just for you and not for them <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah and you know. it, 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 I don't feel left out in any way um, and when I do go to Puerto Vallarta um, as, as I said they are, there's always a lot for me to eat, um, to choose oh. from And and so
1: one thing, too, I want to talk about is a, what does it look like? Because yeah, I was reading that, you know, there's, there's this beautiful lighthouse that has its own alligator. I mean, crocodile, excuse me, because we're in
2: crocodile. A crocodile. crocodile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's down you at got- the marina. Actually, yes, we have. Some, there are several lighthouses in a sense around because of um, the M- Banderas. Um, so mm-hmm. there are several lighthouses positioned around uh, Puerto Vallarta, um, and the one down at the marina, um, there is one there. And then uh, because crocodiles do come in, but there is apparently I haven't seen him. Um, so, but there are signs um, uh, and uh, not to see the crocodile, is <laughs> then they will, you know, more than likely, you know, um, want to stay right there where you are. So um, there is a resident. Crocodile that's been there for now a decade or so, anyways, at least, um, and um, you know wow. he does come around. But there, but it, there are crocodiles in the area. Um, well, they know so that Puerto Vallarta has good food. That's yeah. what they, they're, <laughs> they're going. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like they go
1: to the festival, <laughs> you know. And that's so interesting, you know, the crocodiles <laughs> and the and the wildlife. Um, you know, the Bay of Banderas mm-hmm. uh, Do people go out snorkeling there? Um, you know, I've heard mm-hmm. how beautiful it is.
2: Oh, it is gorgeous, and there 's so such a variety of fish too um, when you go out um, taking uh, a boat tour um, out to the um, um, ah, los Arcos, sorry. <laughs> uh, out to los Arcos, uh, on a boat um, and uh, they have the um, wildlife they are the um, they actually have a bird sanctuary you can see different birds on the it 's a national park, and you can actually see um, different birds. Um, nesting mm. along the rocks and everything it's really quite beautiful but if you jump in the water and you're snorkeling um, they have these beautiful arches that you can go underneath and, and it's like a little cave um, and uh, oh, wow. it's the is so clear and you can see all the different fishes and it's just beautiful and, and it's, of course the water is warm. Um, I didn't expect it when I first jumped in um, but it is quite nice it's, it's like the perfect temperature.
1: Oh, I like that. Wow, I know. That mm-hmm. sounds mm-hmm. good. I, it sounds like Kenya was like that. Yes. When, when we lived mm-hmm. in Kenya, Mombasa, ah, it, uh, you could just nice. go out and it's just, it's was it was incredible. Difficult. And you could go through coral yeah. reefs and see all the fish and glass uh, oh, bottom boats and, and things like that. That's, I love glass bottom boat. Me too. That is yeah. just the, the best invention ever. <laughs> it yeah. is, actually, because you don't have to get
2: wet. <laughs> I, I don't mind getting wet, but it's a good way to have cocktails on the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's true, because you don't have to put everything on and jump in, and you can just sort of, sit like you said, you know, have a cocktail while you're watching the show on below you. I, I, I love
1: that. I love that. So mm-hmm. the other thing, too, that I found interesting about Puerto Vallarta, which I didn't know, was that it's got some Hollywood history. So The Night of the Iguana
2: was was filmed there? Cool. Yes. Um, Uh Yes, actually, that was um, uh, where uh, Richard uh, Burton and Elizabeth Taylor sort of um, had their little um, twist, I guess, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Um, their Their initial twist. Their initial trip, um because that, um, because they, I believe they were both married to other people at the same time. Anyway, um, so <laughs> naughty, naughty. They, they, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they filmed Night of the Iguana there. Um, actually, um, uh, um, oh, gosh, I'm sorry.
1: Um, I know that I was also saying that the Love Boat went in there. That's mm-hmm, sorry, the Love Boat. Cool.
2: Remember yes. the Love Boat? Yes, tattoo, tattoo. <laughs> yes. So the plane. Um actually
1: that was um Oh that's Fantasy um, i sorry. yeah the other I know she's, a, <laughs> she's, she on, that. she's I island hopping. <laughs> oh, so you just like to run around saying tattoo tattoo. <laughs> she doesn't care what it is, what topic it is. She just wants to run around saying that. But the yeah, the last well, one I was, was the 80s. And, um yes. Uh when you know,
2: they made all those ports to call and all that they had um Oh, I can't even remember all the characters, but the Doc, uh Captain Captain Steubing, um and, and Julie was the um the host of, and she did all the events and everything. Yeah. So um I guess she would have been in charge of all the people going off and doing their little tours, um, their adventures in the in the town at the time. So but yeah, apparently it was one of the scots uh for the Love Boat because they actually did film um on the boat. So what I was going to say, too, what about,
1: what does it look like in the towns? I mean, it looks so, it looks very Mediterranean to me from the images that I've seen.
2: Oh, uh, really? Um, Well, in the towns... Excuse me, sorry. Um, if you're going down to the town center, the historic area, um, it there's a big uh, walkway, a boardwalk called the Malacon. Um and along the Malacón, if you're looking down, you actually see that it's beautiful because um, they have a history full of. Um, they're really into their um, his, their culture and heritage, and there's a story that's told within the stones in along the Malacón. Mm-hmm. Um, of the indigenous people and um, then then again along the Malacón you'll see different sculptures
1: mm-hmm.
2: so there's a lot of art um, and history involved in the Malacan area itself um, but um, so that whole area but there's a it's, it's and it's actually closed off um, I can't remember when they first initially closed it off um it, but it was quite a few years ago so it's closed off to traffic up to a certain point so you can walk mm-hmm. along there and it's beautiful so you don't have to worry about cars coming or anything else um palm trees everywhere um mm. and then of course the beach um and they have sand um, ca- uh, sand castles um beautiful sand castles um been up there um uh throughout the beautiful that whole strip um and then there's the shop boutiques but then there's tons of um restaurants in that area as well cafes and restaurants it's beautiful like with all the cobblestone streets um there is also um the uh, the church the iconic church um that everyone sees the, the beautiful crown um on yeah.
1: the top That's uh, what our lady, brings Guadal- to it, our lady makes it look uh, kind of mediterranean to me is, is that ah. church i mean it's like it's like mediterranean and
2: tropical all at the same time yeah. Mm-hmm. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. It's, um, I guess I haven't, yes. Um, I guess in in some ways the, the architectural elements would mm-hmm. look a little Mediterranean, but, um, yeah. And then they have a square just in front of, um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, um, that, uh, where they do a lot of the festivals. So they have little, um, um band area that people just sort of um, dance around and they have chairs and um, little benches and stuff and it's actually quite nice. It's a square Mm -hmm. where people gather and then Los Arcos which is kind of like an amphitheater uh, where they have different events and musical entertainment um, you know on quite a few of the nights through the summer too. So,
1: Have you been to the botanical gardens there?
2: Yes, um, I have. And the botanical gardens are are incredible. There's so many different species um, Mm -hmm. of flowers that you can see. Um, And they're actually, um, um, the uh, resident um, caretaker, I guess, um, he um, actually uh, will guide you through certain things and give you a lot of information. Um, And they also have a nice little restaurant there as well, um, which makes incredible guacamole. Oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah but uh, they uh, <laughs> when you go into oh. the actual yeah when you're actually going in they have beautiful little plaques that come the stairs are all done up um and all the stair all the stairs are plaques decorated by um or purchased by different people with different decorations on them and they're quite beautiful just sort of as you're walking up to sort of read along the way um but mm. uh, beautiful um artisan crafts and stuff um that you can purchase there as well um and again, you know, um, they go through the different varieties. We had a, a, um, um, a Sia tasting there um, mm. the last time, and it was actually quite nice. We had uh, five different um, companies that um, uh, that produce Rusia And uh, it's actually interesting to see, you know, the different varieties and, and uh, the smoothness, the smokiness of each one.
1: I could go for that. I'm into that for
0: sure.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better?
1: The Visitor Bureau website. Everyone, you can go to visit Puerto And um, one thing that caught my eye too is, is the turtle releasing. So this is mm-hmm. so this is when they go back into the water, the little babies. How, what, yes. what
2: happens there? Yeah, they're so cute. So what? Um, there are a few hotels. Um, one is the uh, the Marriott TV, who actually um, they have like a little nursery. Um, I don't know what else to call it, um, where they actually have. have it's a hatchery, basically, um, mm-hmm. where they wait for the, the eggs to hatch. Um, so they gather them up and they they put them in this nursery. So every day, um, usually September to, uh, well, throughout the season, but um, you see a lot of them um, on a daily basis, there's so many that hatch. It's just not, you know, all at once. So daily, so many hatch. Some days there's not there, there aren't any that hatch. But mm-hmm. um, so what they do is they take these out around seven o'clock near, near sunset. Um, and they, they gather the the, the amount of tur- baby turtles that are, are, um, are hatched that day. Mm-hmm. And then they release them to the uh, actual water so that they, you know, they go out into the water and, and have a chance to, to swim out. But yeah. To get wow. to the water. So that they survive. Um, because uh, the, the problem is that if they don't, take them and put them in the nursery or uh, the hatchery whatever you would like to call it um then they are prey um they become prey to you know many predators so um Mm -hmm. uh, and um you know they don't last they don't the eggs don't get to hatch oh
1: yeah and so there's there's like iguanas and everything out there too. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about the night of the iguana, there's iguanas. <laughs> I'm yes, looking um, at their website too. And you know, so this is a, this looks like a destination for a little romance too. I mean, you know. Oh, Patrick it's a beautiful Burton, destination Taylor, for
2: romance. They yes. tried they um, well, it out that, for you. definitely and and you can even actually go see the beautiful house that um, Richard Burton built for um, for uh, her and it was actually Casa Kimberly Um, and what he did is they built he built he had a little bridge built from his house across the street to hers um, uh, on the second um, level so you know people wouldn't see them or people wouldn't uh, interfere with them crossing back and forth yes (laughs) yes exactly Oh yes. my god. And, and, this is good. Uh, this is And John fishy. Houston's um yeah, John Houston who is the director of de Iguana. He um actually um has a little he had a little compound basically um there. Uh and that island that area because uh, you actually to get to that one specific area um where his um home was, it's in a little cove um and uh, to get to that little cove, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes by boat. Um, so it is mm. part of Puerto Vallarta, but it's a little further out, but it's absolutely beautiful. And at night, it turns into um, a beautiful, it's um, very magical. Um, um, oh, goodness. I name. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like a dinner theater um, oh, where you oh, can go. Oh, and, 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 oh that's and, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, basically, you can go in and you follow this beautiful little um, um, candlelit pathway um, to the theater itself. And uh, they've just recently changed it, and I believe that uh, they have some Cirque du Soleil. It's very similar to Cirque du Soleil. Um, and then you go and have dinner afterwards.
1: Nice.
2: Um, nice. Yeah. Puerto um,
1: Vallarta sounds like such a nice destination to me. I mean, you said it's like your oh, happy place when when, it is. So you, you keep going over there. And is there a, a specific time of year that you recommend people go or does it matter?
2: Um, well, uh it is always like anywhere from September to May June is actually good after that it starts to get quite warm it's still warm i mean it depends on i I'm fine with it, but a lot of people don't like the excessive heat, and that's one thing that you know a lot of people have to worry about but um mm. it's uh it doesn't rain that often, and when it does, it clears up very quickly and it's just opens up mm. beautifully. Um, for you know gorgeous sunset but um yeah it it um it, like i said that walking along the beach walking along the malacon i love to uh, get out early in the morning and walk along the malacon before everybody else gets there and then that way i can take my pictures and stuff that i want but um yeah. even at sunset. Um, at six o'clock, um, you know, there's so many things that are happening along the Malacon itself, that it's actually fun to go down and just see everything and watch people and, and, you know, fam- people bring their families down, you know, the locals bring their families down. It's just that they walk and it's just, it's such a nice area to just sort of integrate with all the, with the locals as well. And you just to get to know them because people will talk to you. Um, well, at least, you know, I found that, um, and uh it's actually kind of nice to sort of you know see the different um there are quite mm-hmm. a few artisans that set up there as well um see that and there's some art galleries along the Malacon too with some of the indigenous artworks that are just beautiful um mm-hmm. but uh it is a beautiful area the architecture some people say it, you know some may, people may not uh, appreciate um the history of it um i love that That just Mm -hmm. as an extra little charm for me me um but uh,
1: the history is I always think it's important to know the history of where you're traveling yeah so you understand Mm -hmm. you understand the people better through that what what led you to the world of travel writing
2: um well I started initially um with uh writing about um my diet being gluten-free and uh how um I Um, integrated into my lifestyle because I had to Um, and travel was just another extension of that because I had to, I wanted to travel. Um, And so then it became, it went from a gluten-free lifestyle blog to more of a travel blog because I did more travel and and writing than I did write about being gluten-free. So I integrated both of them, but it was more on the travel end than, than the gluten-free end.
1: And a lot of people are becoming gluten free just on the health side of it. It's it, 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 yeah everybody has celiac um, disease, right? It's you have sensitivities. No. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, so and there are different levels of sensitivity. You can be intolerant as well. It's just um, I think a lot of people have the misconception that, and this is where, in some ways, it's helped. In some ways, it's it's hindered. Um, they have the misconception that you can lose weight going gluten free. Honestly, if you are um eating whole unnatural foods you will lose weight um because it's the carbs and the you know processed foods and things that we have and a carb is a carb no matter whether it's gluten-free or you know regular right. so if you're eating exchanging one carb for another you're not going to lose weight um so that's what people don't understand um and um you know carb is a carb is a carb is a carb. you're not going to break that down any other way <laughs> um so uh, <laughs> um it, what about it, wine? It, it, <laughs> oh, wine sadly, no, that's sadly rude. it is. They have, no, no, they have carbs. But, um, you know, I used to say to people, um, you know, I can live on bread, cheese, and wine. Well, then oh, they took yes. the bread away from me. And now because I've become lactose intolerant, I have to be careful about that. So uh, I have wine. She's drinking a wine. lot of wine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have some cheese. I mean, they are there are some amazing lactose free cheeses out there now. Mm. So, um, okay. so you know, it it is healthy. And like I said, um, some of the um, bad about the gluten free diet has has helped in or in bringing out some great products. But then again, it can be you know when you go to a restaurant and. More in North mm-hmm. America than in places like Europe, or I mean, Europe's great. Um, even like I said, Mexico is wonderful because they really they are willing to accommodate you. But there are some places that here I found that you know they'll just roll their eyes and they say when you tell them that you need gluten free a gluten free mm-hmm. meal. Um, and uh, because some people say that, and what they do is they will say that and then they'll reach for the bread, <laughs> like <Right>. seriously.
1: <laughs> right. So it gets they don't for a restaurant when that happens. <laughs> you know yeah, the
2: chef's exactly. like exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah exactly. No so you know they're saying, why am i gonna take the why am i have, gonna have to worry about making sure your meal is gluten free if you're reaching for the bread, and that hurts people that like us like me that mm-hmm. need it um mm-hmm. so um you know like I said, it has helped and has hindered
1: so, so it's and you've been you've got your your website that everyone again life is full of com I love that <laughs> um it's a great great name, and so true, and we've got to keep that in the forefront of our minds there. <laughs> Um, but also it is. Uh, Interna- the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, as we say, IFTWA, um, mm-hmm. you are also, on, you're a board member there and also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, chair the uh, Media Trips Committee and um, help people, you know, help put, you know, the media trips together, um, which is a is a big endeavor. But what do you think is one of some of the, you know, biggest benefits for you as a writer um, being a member of IFTWA? Um,
2: well, one of the reasons I joined ISHWA was so that I could become a better writer. I have so much more to learn. Um, And you always, as a writer, you want, you should constantly strive to become better. Um, Mm. You don't just get to a certain level and just say, okay, that's it. You know, I can write. Um, Because to be honest, I am a writer, but I'm I'm almost sort of, I'm not always secure in saying that. And I don't know if that's, <laughs> I'm trying to be honest here um, because mm-hmm. I look at my writing and I don't mind my writing, but is my writing as good as somebody else's writing? And that's where, you know, um, I guess I just want to get to the point where I look at my writing and say, you know what, my writing is just as good as that person's writing. Um, and that's what I strive for, to become a better writer, to become like some of the great writers out there. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest, my daughter um, is an incredible writer. She has written um She is going to be 20, but uh, she's also in a specialized writing program. Um, And uh, she has written two novels. And I look at her writing, and I just wish I could write the way she writes. Ah. Um, She puts things together so that you just feel everything that she's writing. You can just imagine everything. And I want someone to read my stuff and say Mm. exactly, you know, what well, feel exactly what I'm saying. Um, and go through and, and I guess maybe that's just <laughs> um, being a mother <laughs>
1: um, well, I think to have that kind of attitude of you know always wanting to be a better writer I think that's important you know um, you know I think we have to be that way and you've been published in a number of places I think you're a great writer uh, you know luxury Canada the food wine travel magazine for Iftua, um, you know momentum nation um, you've done a lot of different you know, had your work published in a number of places and that only happens when you're when you're good at what you do. But I think it's it's really great to hear, you know, being an a member of an association, I know that there's a lot of networking benefits, there's benefits in media trips and but on the educational mm-hmm. side I think it's it's important and it's important I think it's like as a musician, if you don't get stage fine it's just easy every time, then mm-hmm. I think you start to lose that um that thrill, magic that, yeah mm-hmm. and it's good to always have that on um, you know that that lust for improvement i think that's important
2: so that's a that's a good thing thank you well i believe it is and, and thank you <laughs> for saying that about writing but uh, I like i said i i constantly strive to improve myself i want to and i think um uh, there are many of us out there that always want to become better writers and and but that's a good thing because um you know we want to enjoy what we are reading and I want others to enjoy what they are reading and feel get something from my writing and sort of be able to place themselves you know in that moment
1: destination yes in that place I like that I like Mm -hmm. that well thank you so much for joining us Rosanna Mm -hmm. um Everyone, again, uh, Rosanna's website is lifeisfullofadventures.com, and uh, uh, also, again, her Porta Vallarta article is up on blendradioandtv.com. You'll also see it published in the uh, winter holiday issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine. Uh, that is November, December, so all of us that are getting chilly and cold at that time, when you look at those ocean mm-hmm. photos and those food photos, you're just going to go, okay, let's get on the plane and go. Uh, you're going to want to go right there. Yeah. Um, and you can also go to visitportavallarta.com to learn more about uh, this beautiful, beautiful city and celebrate mm-hmm. its 100th year anniversary. That is such a cool, it's always fun to, to reach that, you know, that it's a big the milestone uh, mar- Yeah, it is. It's yeah. A milestone. And it's a good reason to it is. have more wine and,
2: and eat more food. <laughs> seafood. The seafood. Yes. Uh, and That's it's the also point. their 50th anniversary as well as a city. So oh, okay. they're doing city. a lot of different things, yes. Well, no, 100th okay. as a municipality and a 50th as a city. So,
1: okay, that's right. And then it's, yeah. it's the state of Jalisco, which uh, uh, you know yes. you, is really known for seafood out there. You think about the mm-hmm. seafood, Jalisco, mm. <laughs> you know,
2: and so, tequila
1: actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right, tequila. There's nothing wrong with tequila. And in the winter, everybody should have some <laughs> <up>. every
2: night. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely warm you up. <laughs> well, right. thank That's you so very much. It's been a real pleasure um, being um, part of this today, and uh, you know, trying to uh, tell everybody how much I love um, Puerto Vallarta and what a beautiful place it really is. So,
1: well, thank you. It's a magical and, um, place for me. It, it is. It, it looks beautiful, and I want to go. Um, everyone, again, too, uh, for the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association. The website is ifwtwa.org. dot org, and I encourage you to follow the hashtag iftwa, the ifwtwa on on Twitter, so you can keep up with all the travel writer stories. If you love travel, you love food, wine, tequila. It's a great place to. Just follow all these destinations, all the writers writing about places around the world. Um, also, want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Big Blend Radio airs Sunday through Friday, and uh, you can listen to shows as they go live, or you can listen anytime on demand. Uh, the full schedule is up on bigblendradio.com. But we have a special song for you today, Rosanna, uh, Tortuga. <laughs> Because I figured, you know, uh, the, great. the turtle, the little turtle. Yes, we dedicate this to all the little babies going out into the big blue ocean. Uh, this is from Thank guitarist you. Jim Stubblefield. It's off of his album Inspiration. And uh, go to JimStubblefield.com and, ladies, go go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go check it. Go, go check <laughs> his website out. <laughs> He's got a hot website. I will. But you're I will
2: do that. Torture Thank, you so, Thank you so very much. Bring it with me.
1: Okay. Have a great day. You too. Here, everybody. Tortuga.